Episode 2 Goddess, the Demon Slayer Welcome to another episode of Rabab. Before we begin, I want to let you know I've written a novel, The Sword with the Ruby Hilt. It's a historical fantasy thriller set in 12th century South India, where a woman rules as a man. It's available on Amazon, Google Books, Kobo and Apple Books. Let's get back to our story. Indians celebrate Navratri or Nine Nights when the goddess wages a grand war against the buffalo-headed Asura, Mahisha. Among the many names that we call her, the mother goddess is also known as Mahishasura Mardini or the slayer of the Asura, Mahisha. Goddess, the Demon Slayer Many eons ago, there were three kingdoms. In the first kingdom, the gods or devas lived beyond the skies. In the second kingdom, humans or manavas lived on earth. And in the third kingdom, demons or asuras lived deep within the earth in the realm of darkness. While the gods in the first kingdom were the most powerful, there were past struggles between the three kingdoms over who would reign supreme. In the world of darkness, there lived two brothers named Ramba and Karamba, both known as brave warriors and honourable kings. Even though they were successful kings, they were unhappy. Their hearts worried about who would rule their beloved dark lands after they were gone. You see, they had no children to inherit their thrones and rule after them. So, Ramba and Karamba set out to seek wisdom from the great Lord Brahma, hoping that the Creator would be able to bless them with children. The two brothers travel far to arrive at Lord Brahma's sacred lake, Panchanada. To ask Lord Brahma for his help, the brothers plan to pay tribute to him so that Brahma would descend from his home to help them. Karamba stood neck deep in the water of the lake Panchanada and Rambha lit a sacred fire on the banks of the lake and sat in front of it. Then they prayed to Brahma for help. The brothers' prayers were so intense that the forest and water spirits became quiet as they watched. Winds howled over the forest and shook the canopy of trees around the lake with an intensity that no human, demon, god or forest spirit had ever seen. The wind carried boulders and large stones and tossed them around as if they were dry leaves. Bolts of lightning struck with frightening intensity and thunder followed. Eventually, sounds from this cataclysmic event reached the realm of the gods. Indra, the king of gods, sitting on his throne, heard it and rushed to the scene to investigate. What he saw awed and frightened him. If this is the intensity of their prayer, how powerful will the brothers become if God Brahma grants their wish? Indra thought to himself, They will topple me from my throne. I will lose my position as the king of gods. I must stop this. 
Indra acted without further thinking. He changed into a crocodile, slid quietly into the lake, swam towards Karamba in prayer, neck deep in the water, opened his powerful jaws and ate it. And then he left. When Rambha realized what had happened to his brother, he was so angry and distraught that he screamed into the sacred fire that he had built and cried loudly at the great loss of his closest His howls were so great that they filled the sky until thunder and lightning appeared. Strong winds whipped the branches in the trees and stones flew in the air and over the water. Stop! Stop! A loud voice echoed from the sacred fire. Just as a mighty form rose from it. Rambha, get up! Lord, oh my lord! Rambha instantly dropped to the ground in front of the fire god. Stand up, Rambha! Agni commanded. Your passion is great, but so is your grief. What is causing this uproar? Agni, my brother Karamba was killed unfairly by Indra. The coward took the form of a crocodile and ate my brother while he prayed. Help me avenge his death. What do you want? Agni asked. Grant me a child who will be immortal. Rambha bowed deeply. No one can be immortal, Rambha. Every being that is born must die when it is time for it to pass. Even God Brahma, the creator, cannot grant immortality. In that case, God, grant me a child who will be strong, who will have fantastic magical powers and have the ability to shift shape. So be it. God Agni blessed Rambha and disappeared. Rambha was joyous and he set out with a purpose. The child he had longed for would finally come to be. On Rambha's journey back to his land, he fell in love with a Yakshi, a forest spirit, and together they had a son named Mahishasura. Mahishasura had the body of a man but the head and tail of a buffalo. Because Rambha wanted his child to be the most powerful of all creatures, he was part buffalo or Mahisha, the most fearsome beast of the forest. Since Mahishasura was a gift from God Agni, he became powerful and invincible. Like his father, he became the ruler of the dark lands of the Third Kingdom. He was so powerful that he conquered the land of people in the second kingdom to become the lord of the earth. And then he dreamed of conquering the kingdom of the gods. Mahishasura plotted to bring war to the first kingdom, the land of the gods. But he knew that when he did, the gods would seek the help of the most powerful gods, the trinity. Lord Brahma, the creator, Lord Vishnu, the preserver, and Lord Shiva, the destroyer. 
Mahishasura worried that he would never be able to defeat an army of angry strong gods. So, as his father had done many years before, Mahishasura turned to Lord Brahma for help. He prayed passionately to Brahma for support. Pleased with Mahishasura's devotion and sincerity, God Brahma appeared before him. Oh father of all beings I am blessed that you have appeared before me Mahishasura fell at Brahma's feet with folded palms What do you want Mahishasura God Brahma grant me immortality Mahishasura bowed with reverence I cannot ask me for something else Grant me that no man or god or demon or animal can kill me so be it brahma granted the wish mahishasura was jubilant he returned to his dark lands in triumph and gathered all of the warriors in his court i am invincible he bragged thanks to god brahma Gather our armies and prepare for war. Mahishasura marched his army into the land of the gods and fought a mighty war. Indra's most powerful weapon, his thunderbolt, was no match against the might of Mahishasura and his army. Indra and the gods were driven out of their homes. In desperation, they went to find Lord Brahma. "Oh, father, what have you done?" they cried. "You have granted Mahishasura invincibility, and he has driven us out of our homes. Soon he will drive you from yours too." God Vishnu and Shiva will follow. What will happen to all of us? We must do something. Indra held Brahma's hand and wept, tired and defeated. Brahma summoned Vishnu and Shiva. I made Mahishasura invincible. He cannot be killed by a man, animal or demon. That means only one thing. We must send a woman after him. Where can we find such a woman? Vishnu answered in a quiet voice. She is in each of us. She is the feminine Shakti we carry within ourselves. She is the greatest power, the mother of all powers. Brahma, Vishnu and Shiva summoned their Shakti from deep within. All three powers combined to form a single great Shakti. a powerful and spectacularly luminous woman formed from the combined shakti of the trinity she became mahamaya the supreme mother goddess mahamaya had 18 hands each held a weapon and she sat on a ferocious lion the luminescence from her clothes and jewelry were blinding and the gods couldn't bear looking at her they closed their eyes in fear the trinity bowed to mahamaya 
Brahma, you must never be so thoughtless when you grant a favor. Mahamaya admonished gently. Mother, I realize that now. Please, you must help us reign in Mahishasura. He has become power hungry and is out to conquer all the kingdoms. Mahamaya thought for a moment and then said, I will give him an opportunity to choose first. Everyone has choices to make at every point in their lives. Just as we make those choices, so too must we learn to face the consequences of those choices. Mahamaya vanished into the kingdom of gods. The roar of her lion reverberated among the three kingdoms. She appeared in the celestial garden with a laugh. An unearthly voice called to Mahishasura. Mahishasura, your realm is in the dark lands. Go back there and rule in peace. You have no business sitting on Indra's throne. There's talk to me in that fashion. Mahishasura grunted in a terrible voice. Come stand before me if you are that brave. I am here in the garden. Come find me. Mahamaya laughed. In one mighty leap, Mahishasura jumped from his palace into Indra's celestial garden and stopped dead in his track. He had never beheld a woman so fierce and dazzling. You are a woman? He got. I have never seen anyone like you. Who are you? He asked in wonder. Mahamaya laughed. <laughs> I am here to give you a choice so that you may make the right one and return home to your own land where you can continue to rule as your father once did. Now Mahisha laughed. <laughs> now, why would I do that? Mahamaya sighed. Go back and rule where you belong, Mahishasura. The land of the gods is for the gods, and the land of the earth is for people. And you belong in your own land. You must make the right choice, or you will face devastating consequences. I might do that, Mahishasura said. But no one can harm me. No animal, no man, or God. Mahamaya smiled. Do I look like a man to you, Mahishasura? I'm a woman. And so those rules do not apply to me. And then it dawned on the king that he was outwitted by the gods. He was a great warrior and wouldn't go without a fight. <laughs> The battle raged with great fury between the mother goddess and the king of the dark world, both getting the better of the other. Mahamaya, at every instance, gave Mahishasura a chance to change his mind and his ways. When Mahamaya reached the end of her rope, she looked at Mahishasura and her eyes blazed red. You have lost your chance, Mahishasura. Your time is up.
Mahamaya threw the trident in her left hand and it struck Mahishasura in his heart. The king fell dead to the ground. When his soldiers saw their king fall, they ran in a panic back to their own dark lands and remained there. Peace returned to all three kingdoms. We worship Mahamaya, especially during Navaratri, by chanting her many names. One of them is Mahishasura Mardini, or the slayer of the great Asura, Mahishah.